clock, ain't gotta worry about what's in my safe. When I lock it, rush the road that I take. When I make it the This week on the Indie Wave Podcast. His roots are in Michigan, his soul is in Cali, and his sights are being the greatest. This week on the Indie Wave, we'll talk with Philly Black. That's at 2 p.m. on Tuesday, only on the Indie Wave Podcast. Who are you? Who are you? Who are you? Look. Okay, the mirror never lie. You gotta look a bit closer. Ask yourself. Coming up today on the Indie Wave. We were robbed of his talent when grunge rang supreme on the music scene, but gifts like Damon Martin are best served with some age. The critics all agree, from Australia to Aberdeen, the proverbial Kool-Aid is a fresh take on the fine traditions of alt-rock. That's coming up today on the Indie Wave Podcast. (laughs) The Indie Wave Podcast. That Sailing Guy. That Sailing Guy, also known as Christopher German. In partnership with Glacier FM and broadcasting from the birthplace of brunch, Aberdeen One. Welcome to the Indie Wave Podcast. Welcome to the Indie Wave Podcast. I'm your host, That Sailing Guy. Each week, we delve into a different corner of the indie-verse. We've covered the soulful sounds of Joe Weimer, the old-school punk of Crashed Out, the smooth R&B of Dossie, and mixing a little Jackie Gibson with her big band crooner, and a little reggae from Albert Lloyd, and we have a full Crayola box full of color and sound that makes the indie wave so amazing. But today, we have a band that might, had it not been for a bout with illness, and a reinvigoration of talent we nearly lost with the waning days of the grunge Seattle scene, we might not have had Damon Martin, the brainchild behind the proverbial Kool-Aid. And he's here today. If you haven't caught the sound of this band, the best way I might describe it is if Blind Melon was crossbred with the Spin Doctors and peppered with a twist of Soundgarden and then put in the deep freeze for 20 years. It's an homage to the days of Birkenstocks and CDs but with a modern twist in lyrics and mixing. The casual listener might chalk it up to a feel-good alt-rock tune, but knowing the story behind how it got here makes it all that much more likable. They're tearing up the charts over at Glacier FM, rocketing across the Australian radio playscape, and firing on all cylinders right now. The proverbial Kool-Aid is now on my Spotify favorites and should be on yours. So, without further ado, Here is the proverbial Kool-Aid with their hit, West L.A., followed by a well-practiced interview I shot with Mr. Damon Martin himself. And away Doing in West LA 
German here, that sailing guy. We have a wonderful second chance at this. Okay, I blew it yesterday. I didn't record the uh, the, the interview, but today we have the record on. We have all systems go, and we have an amazing guy for you to talk to. In fact, you can count us as the, uh, the my household as a the newest subscriber on his Spotify list, which we were number thirty one. So you need to put uh, no, thirty two through ten thousand. Put on Spotify because this guy is good. He's really really good. And he's got a hell of a story, which I heard yesterday. But because I screwed up, I didn't record it. So we're going to fix it today. We're going to take two of this. And I got a doubly good chance because I really want to do this interview for you. And I really want to share this guy with you. And without further ado, let me introduce you to the proverbial Kool-Aid. This is uh, Damon Martin. And Damon, put your face on this screen. Let's talk a little bit about your music. And let's let's fix everything we messed up yesterday. All right. I do appreciate your understanding of all that. I, I'm a, I, you know, hey, I'm ADHD and I screw up every once in a while, but uh, hey, that's what we do, right? <laughs> but you were good enough to come back today, and and quite frankly, your story is the story I want to I want to get out there because quite frankly, um, as I told you just just prior, we were listening to you on Spotify last night. Um, I I followed you on on Spotify. Uh, my wife loved your your cuts. Uh, we we really are are giant fans of what you're doing. Perhaps it's because we're part of a specific generation, but also because we like good music. And this I think is very chill. It's very very okay. bluesy. It's very it's very earthy music. It's very approachable. Uh, and quite frankly, I I think it's a lot of fun to listen to. Uh, particularly your your newest hit. Uh, well, it's not your newest hit anymore, is it? But um, the, the hit the Glacier FM uh, tracked me on to, uh, that is in West L.A. Uh, and it's a very laid back, uh, you know, it's all about it's all about just not feeling like doing very much that day, isn't it? Um, but uh, I'm talking a lot. Tell right. me about tell me about uh, your story. Where did you come from? What did you how did you get into this kind of stuff? I want to I want to hear the whole tale. Well, I grew up out in California. And um, I, I went to college on the East Coast, and then I graduated um, in 2000, and I came to Houston. And uh, I put together a crew and got a studio and uh, recorded a record in my kind of my mid-20s. And uh, it was pretty much an acoustic record. 
And then uh, I, I put it on the shelf for a lot of years, 10, 10 15 years. And uh, last year, kind of right after the lockdown from COVID was, was coming out, uh, I got real sick and I was in the, I was in the hospital for a month and uh, I was in rehab for six months of that. And I just decided instead of going back to the, the desk job, why not? Um, I've been writing music the whole time and um, why not start recording again and, and releasing my music and, and see if anything sticks. And uh, we, I got a crew together and um, we recorded West LA and um, had some, success with that kind of right off the bat uh, everybody seemed to like that song and and um then i then i decided you know i'm gonna i'm gonna write another record so uh we're, we're finishing it up right now and um uh 30 years gone and it goes sometimes where the first singles off that record which i've released already and um yeah we're, we're working at wire road in the heights and uh, with josh appleby who's a, a great producer and uh, we're going to be releasing that record. When I say we, it's me. Uh, but I'm going to be releasing that in about, um, I don't know, 30 days or so. Outstanding. Well, well, tell me, what were you doing in those 10, 15 years that you weren't writing? What was what was your other career? You know, I was an oil and gas. I was a, an analyst. And uh, when, I, when I got sick, I was a senior analyst at Exxon. And uh, at their headquarters um, right here in, in spring. And uh, I was in that business for 18 years. And I, I just uh, decided when I, when I started getting well, I just decided, let me, let me start recording some music and let's put, let me put some stuff out that I, I'd been writing while I was uh, working. And uh, no one had any idea that I even played. So when West LA came out, they were pretty shocked. They, they were like, is that you? So, uh, but yeah, um, it kind of that song kind of spurred the whole, the whole process of me just make, making up my mind. Hey, I'm going to write another record and uh -huh. um, about to finish it up. Well, well, that's amazing um, because I, I get a I get a sense from you that you know um, we we talked a bit about this yesterday. Is is that you came out of out of grunge? You came out of you know that angsty uh, post '90s era and that kind of thing. Um, but I also get a lot of a lot of bluesy feel from your music. I get a lot, a lot of um, down home kind of really chill, laid back. I hear the California coming out in your in your 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 cuts. I you know so so tell yeah. me a little bit about your influences. Where did you where did you get all this stuff from? So I, I started writing music when I was about sixteen, and uh, I was on the East Coast um, at that time, and. Everything I was writing was just coming out bluesy, and uh, I don't have any exp explanation for it. Um, I just I, I like the idea of writing dirtier stuff, you know, grungier stuff, but it's just not what I was writing. So um, <clears throat> the guys I look up to around town here are, are the, you know, the alternative bands and the harder rock bands, but it's just it's not it's not what I'm writing. So um, I just kind of have to go with with what feels right to me and um yes well and, and that's i think that's one of the the miracles of what the indie movement is doing right now is is that a you can be anybody you want to be you don't have to fit into the suit that greg brady had to fit into in order to be a be a star but on the other side <coughs> of that too is is that you can also 
you can dabble in all sorts of different things and you can you can just be yourself. And I think the people that are the most authentic, they're the ones that do the greatest in the indie movement. And I think you're 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 you're, you're emanating that, if I if I may say so. I. I, I do have that flexibility right now. Um, some some stuff that I'm going to be releasing here in the next month or so is a lot harder. It's a lot dirtier, grungier, whatever you want to call it. Um, but then I, I kind of, a lot of it's more easier, more melodious type of stuff. And um, so, yeah, I'm not, I'm not kind of pigeonholed into one genre. I can kind of branch off a, a little bit of Americana style, a little bit of kind of country and... Um, um yeah so well you, well you're truly an american artist because quite frankly i i think you know we had another guy on here kurt Gott, who was a couple weeks ago um who was sitting he got he won the, the greatest country song for glacier fm and i asked him i said what are you doing in country man you're you, you sound like you belong on yacht rock you don't belong in country he said well that's just what they made me they put they pigeonholed me into so i'm i don't mind getting the award for it but you know i'll do a whole bunch of different stuff and i think that's that's truly a a, a a theme that's coming out of the indie movement, which is to say people can do what they love. They don't have to fit into a record producer's ideology of what you have to be to be a commercial success. And quite frankly, with the advent of Amazon music and with Spotify and all these different ways to monetize your, your platforms and whatnot, you know, it, it's a chance that we can do those things now and we can be who we want to be and not necessarily have to be who they tell us to be. Yeah, you're right. Um, we a lot of shows that we play in town. We'll we'll play with um, grungier style alternative bands, and um, I I love their stuff personally. But uh, you know that that's not really our sound. Um, a lot of people in our shows are kind of looking at. I can see them looking at each other like, "What is this?" But but the, at the same time, they're enjoying it. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I think any kind of music done well played well people are going to appreciate regardless of the venue but our, our my style I can, I can go to the harder the harder rock clubs or uh you know I could, I could probably play a country show an americana show and i think our my music would would go good at either place well i mean i, mean, I guess it also comes down to how you express that i mean you're, you're the way you the way you pick the way you you the way you turn the volume up the way you 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 know put how much crunch you yeah. put in the guitar i mean you could really change all of your songs to fit into a whole bunch of different realms and it's just a very slight alteration of how it's expressed that that you could do so yeah we uh for instance we're playing the Viper room out in LA uh in June and um yeah for that for that show we're going to turn it up a little bit uh I'm looking forward to that um yeah. So, well, tell me this: um, where uh, you have a you have a big summer schedule ahead of you? Are you going to be doing a lot of a lot of shows? You know, I, I I book shows one at a time. I just have a list of venues, uh, clubs, whatever that I that I want to play. And uh, for me, they're just like personal goals, and I, I'm just knocking them off one by one. Um, uh, I've, I've been kind of lucky right off the bat to uh, I got the Paul Wall gig open for him. And and then uh, we got to play the whiskey. We opened for Great White. That was pretty cool. And uh, this Viper Room gig's pretty big. So um, and, and, you know, those I feel lucky because those, those guys can say no to anyone, you know. Yeah. So uh, I just sent in my links and talked to talk to those those camps. And they said, sure, come on. And uh, 
you know, here we go. So. Well, your your laid back attitude and your laissez faire kind of uh, kind of vibe really does come through in your music, and I think it's a very it's 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 one of the reasons why I like your music because I'm a little bit of a type A personality, so I need to tone myself down a little bit. Probably can tell me from the energy that I'm putting okay. on the show as well. But um, tell me this: if 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 somebody wanted to come check out one of your shows, where could they go to find out information about you? Uh, we have a website. It's uh, pcamusic.com. And uh, we're on all the platforms and we're, you know, we do social media. So, uh, and there's a, there's a booking number on there and a, a contact on the website. And uh, if you want us to come play, just reach out and maybe we'll work it out. Well, that sounds amazing. And PCA meaning proverbial Kool-Aid, because we talked about this yesterday about yes, where the sir. name came from. And quite frankly, I, I think it's one of the it's one of the more endearing traits of your music is it's just it's a cool name. So thank you for doing that as well. So <laughs> yeah. so thanks for for the uh, the liking our music too. appreciate it. Well, I will do that. And and as we always do when we have our uh, we conclude our interviews is we we play a second cut. And we talked about this yesterday. And quite frankly, this is one of the songs that my wife last night liked the most, uh, which is 30 Years Gone. And we're going to play that right now to uh, give everybody a taste of what your next album is going to sound like. And we do hope that once that album comes out and you go, you get your first Emmy for it, you'll come back on the podcast and you'll tell us what that's all about. We can hope it, right? right? (laughs) All right. So without further ado, here is 30 Years Gone by the proverbial Kool-Aid. And you've been talking with uh, Damon Martin. And he's a great guy who is really nice to to come back because I screwed up yesterday. But uh, quite frankly, I think we had a really great talk today. And you're watching the Indie Wave. Now it's 30 Years Kool-Aid or 30 Years Gone by the proverbial Kool-Aid. You're watching the Indie Wave. Bye-bye. Everything's changed 
life ain't so free And everything gets measured by How we used to be Are we looking at the same stars, baby? And are we looking at the same moon? In 30 years, not a day has gone by And it's over too soon Are we looking at the same stars, baby? And are we looking at the same moon? In 30 years, not a day has gone by podcast is all about good music rock to reggae hip-hop metal folk alternative country you name it we work with glacier fm to bring you the best and brightest new stars from the indie music scene and share the sounds you will never ever hear on commercial radio we're always looking for new talent and if you have a band or sound that needs to reach a new audience we want to hear it Submit a clip of your album or single to Glacier Music Radio at yahoo.com or send your track to me at thatsailingguy.com and I'll have a listen and share it with the folks over at Glacier FM. We're all about good music, and if you have a cut we need to hear, share it with us today. of the indie music movement all the time for its inclusiveness and its diversity. But in truth, this week, I am just so damn proud to know that because the indie music movement is happening, Damon Martin is getting another shot to share his talent with the world. I am reminded of our premiere episode with Joe Weimer, who said, and I quote, 60 is the new sexy because she spent a career in the military before hitting the stage and rocking her New Jersey neighborhood. Damon Martin also had a full life of wearing a suit and tie and riding a desk before he decided to trade up his wingtips for dockers and his fresh pressed shirt and tie for a wrinkled t-shirt. Both of these artists are second lifers, much like myself, having returned from a life they had to live in lieu of a life they want to live. And I say good on them. They're doing it and doing it well. And the world is benefiting from their talents. 
and we all get to enjoy them, despite the fact that the record company Fat Cats think they are irrelevant. The indie movement is changing lives, for the better, and giving all sorts of folks a chance to find their song and allow us a chance to sing along too. And that's the takeaway for this one. Well, that's a wrap for this week. Big thanks to Damon Martin for coming back on day two so that I could record his interview. I really wanted to share the proverbial Kool-Aid with you, and not just because I'm a Gen Xer with a passion for alt-rock, but because the talent Damon and his bandmates have is amazing. And I would not be at all that surprised to catch them on on one of the network's morning shows one of these days. They're really that good. And I do hope you'll subscribe to them on YouTube and Spotify. Share them with your friends and find a way to catch them live and go see them play. Well, that's not such bad advice here, too. So subscribe to our channel, share and tell a friend about us, and tell the whole world about the Indie Wave podcast. We go out wherever you catch great podcasts on YouTube and, of course, on Glacier FM and Glacier Underground. We're coming to the end of our first season. Only two more episodes to go, but we'll be back in the fall when we'll have even more hit makers and maybe even a sponsor. Until next time, folks, do good, have fun, and sail far. And I will see you next week when we chat with Billy Black. So make sure you tune in for that and have a great day.